Before we get started with today's episode, if you resonate with any of the topics discussed during the podcast, you will love my six-week Set Your Mind to It one-on-one coaching program. This program is designed to give you the support you need to help find your purpose and redirect your life so that you can create the life of your dreams. Head over to my Instagram at Michaela Campbell or click on the link in the show notes to head to my website where you can book in a free one-on-one coaching call to find out more about how I can support you to create your dream life. Hi, and welcome to episode 50 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. So this is a podcast where I share personal tips, advice, and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young people set their mind to it and achieve their goals. So welcome back for another episode. I can't believe this is episode 50. Like, that is insane to me. It's been a long time, I think, to get to 50 because I've been doing this for probably two years because it was COVID times and I started with weekly episodes and then changed to fortnightly and then have taken multiple months off at a time. So to still be here and to have gotten back on the bandwagon multiple times is quite a credit to myself if I do say so myself and something that I am proud of. So I'm just glad that we've made it to 50 because I feel like that's a testament to a bit of commitment. And I thought for today's episode, I sat down and I was going to speak about being unlikable because it's a topic I've wanted to cover for a while. I feel like I've had quite a few experiences at getting better at being unlikable, but it just didn't feel right. Like I've said plenty of times before, it's always, I want to come to these episodes and share something that's really top of mind, that's fresh, I can talk about in detail and give some really good examples to give you clarity. And I didn't feel like being unlikable was that. Like there's nothing that's popped up in the last few weeks besides like losing some followers on Instagram. And like I could talk about that, but it would be stretching it for 30 minutes. So I was like, you know what? I heard this idea on a podcast about you don't always need to do something new. It doesn't always have to be a new idea. You just need to keep on saying your message again and again in different ways or maybe a similar way because it's going to resonate differently with someone a different time to the first time they hear it or maybe it'll be a different person that hears it for the first time but you need to keep on doing that same message so I was like let's just go back to what this podcast is about which is setting your mind to it like for episode 50 of course it should be bringing it back to like what this is about but episode 50 of set your mind to it in stepping outside your comfort zones. I think I've done a few episodes where I've spoken sp- spoken about stepping uh, outside, like past self-doubt. But in this one, I want to really speak about stepping past that comfort zone, doing the things that scare you, like leaning into that discomfort because I think that is something that I have practiced time and time again in the past few years and there's always things that come up there's always scarier things that I can do there's always new things to lean into more discomfort and I never find that I've gotten to a point where I'm like yeah that feels comfortable I just find 
something else to do. And I guess it comes back to this idea of always leveling up. I found this really good audio on Instagram about, you know, push yourself to new levels because there's always new levels. If you set your mind to it, like there's always another level. And that's the idea is that you keep on going like in this personal development journey. It's not about getting to this destination with like a really hard climb and then you get this nice plateau. No, it just is always up and up and up. Like it's more up, up, up like levels like climbing stairs because just when you think you've got it figured out that you've mastered it like yep I've got it I know how to sit in this area with confidence and I know how to put myself out there and I know how to do this successfully you'll be like okay well now I can do this with ease let's go to the next level and I've had this pop up again for me I think because by nature I am ambitious and driven I'm always striving for more and wanting more. And if you're listening to this, you're not going to listen to a podcast called Set Your Mind to It unless you are also committed and driven and wanting to improve your mindset. So I think you'll relate to this, but I'll share my experience and hopefully it'll help inspire you or give you some motivation or just make you feel like you're not alone. Like that's probably more important than anything that If you feel like you've got someone else who's in it with you, that's putting themselves out there, because it can be really hard sometimes when you're in a circle of people in your life, like it could be your inner circle or your work friends or your family, and they don't have the same mindset as you. They don't understand your ambition. They don't understand your drive. It can be really isolating. And I think I'm at a point where I've got really supportive friends and family around me. But it's really like it's hard to find people that have the drive and ambition that really like inspires you. Like those people, I love listening to podcasts where people like that are interviewed, where people have like pushed themselves to so many levels. Like I think the reason like actors, they're famous, right? because we admire the success that they've managed to push themselves to like the levels that they've leveled up they haven't stopped when it got comfortable at that mid zone they keep on going and going and so for example like I've been listening to podcast episodes recently with Matthew McConaughey because I love listening to him be interviewed I don't know what it is about him but he's got so much wisdom and charisma and it's not even the charm but he's just got these insights he's quite humble and he's spent a lot of time being introspective and there's just like a lot of qualities that I admire and there's a lot of other people like this is just the person that comes to mind because I've been listening to his interviews recently but he's famous very famous very successful with his acting career but I think the reason he is is because he never accepted like that level he always took that next step he always lent into that discomfort of wanting more being more reflecting to figure out what can he do to then get that next goal keep on going because he could have easily retired and like he has this good example this was not where I was going to take this episode at all but I think it's so relevant he made a really big stance and he's spoken about this in a lot of his podcast interviews or any interviews I guess but podcast is what I listen to about how he got to a point in his career where all he was known was for doing the rom-coms he was really successful at the rom-coms like he was the go-to rom-com guy because he would make a good movie it would be successful no-brainer right so everyone wanted him for these rom-coms so he had no issue getting work 
he was getting paid millions of dollars to take these roles in these movies that would have been super comfortable for him and not in a bad way like in everyone else's eyes right that would have been successful and I think that's one of the things that's really what I'm trying to get across and what I'm finding in my own life is that you can get to a point that from the outside seems okay that feels successful looks successful but still isn't enough and so with this example with Matthew McConaughey he doesn't feel like that's what he wants to be doing in his mind that's not his success he feels like he's capable of more wants more wants to push more wants to push out of his comfort zone and this is the thing he got really comfortable doing the rom-coms and so he decided to take no movies that were rom-coms at all he was getting offered lots of money millions of dollars he was saying no the one movie offered him like 10 million he said no he got offered 15 million he still said no And then it was like, okay, this guy's serious. He's not doing rom-coms. And everyone was kind of like, are you mad? Like $15 million, like, are you sure? And even he said, he's like, am I sure? (laughs) Like I had to really reconsider. He's like, oh, I'll read that script again. It's looking a bit better. That $15 million script sounds better than the $10 million script, even though it's the exact same script. But he stuck to his guns because he knew deep down that he could do more. He could push outside of his comfort zone And he waited for two full years before he started to get offers in other genres, which he was passionate about doing like more that drama, a little bit more serious, like losing that lighthearted rom-com because he wanted to challenge himself with his acting and the skills that he could bring, I guess the persona that he would have to have, the experiences he would have to pull on to be able to act in those movies and it wasn't because he wanted to like satisfy other people. This was purely driven by his own will and want to do more and be successful because he felt he could do more. He could have just focused on the rom-coms and being successful without having to change an up level. Like he didn't have to go to a different level, but he chose to. And I think there's an innate part of us that always wants growth. We always want to keep progressing as humans. And Tony Robbins speaks about that being one of the six human needs is growth. And I think some of us might just push it down. But if you're listening to this, I'm guessing that you're not wanting to push it down. Or if you are, you're sick of it. You want to level up because we all do like at some like in some essence of our core, we always want to keep on growing and learning. And so I think Matthew McConaughey was a great example of being very comfortable, but still wanting to learn and grow and challenge himself. And that's where I find myself at currently, not comparing to him in any way at all. But I think it's just a common human experience, right? We can get what we say we want. It's like, the saying (laughs) it's about the journey not the destination because you get to the destination and you go fuck (laughs) I've got to go to another destination we never just stay there we're always going next 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 and I have had this conversation with friends how sometimes I'm almost envious of those people that don't seem to be going next 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 but that's just not me I can be sad that I'm not happy to settle and be content but the end of the day, I like who I am. I like that I'm driven. I like that I'm motivated. I like that I'm never settling, that I'm always challenging myself, trying to grow, push myself outside of my comfort zone. 
and at times it really sucks like I wish and this is it's a bit of a conflicting statement saying oh no I don't wish that but there is like that little part of me that thinks it would be nice to not feel that need for more to always drive and want to grow and change and push because it would be nice to just be happy being comfortable but I just can't feel that I always am on that it's not a pursuit for happiness because I did a little Instagram post the other day about I use the song pursuit of happiness and I realized that's wrong I'm on the pursuit of growth right I'm always wanting to grow and be more and challenge myself because I want to be able to contribute more because those are the two needs that Tony Robbins speaks about as being like needs of the soul is like growth and contribution. I want to grow because if I grow and challenge myself, I'll be able to contribute more. I like fully believe that. So anyways, that's all to lead me to my current experience of I am always wanting that challenge. I'm trying to find what that looks like currently At the moment, I do multiple different jobs because I can't find that feeling of growth and challenge just doing one of them. None of them are quite like hitting the nail on the head. So I've got physio now part-time, went from doing that full-time to part-time, doing F45 part-time, very much like just one or two shifts doing that and then doing the podcast. I don't class that so much as a job more as a little this is like a little side hustle a little hobby of sorts it's like a value add to my coaching that I also do so I'm doing the mindset coaching the mindset coaching is the like the shooting star like the aspiration that's where I feel the most fulfilled like I'm contributing in my most unique and most impactful that's the word I'm looking for in the most impactful way when I'm coaching I come away from a session and feel like holy shit like that was powerful like that made a difference that really flicked a switch for them I was the one to facilitate that like that was good like yeah we got we got some like growth I guess that's the thing like I'm trying to help people with growth And that's what it comes down to. Like I really do enjoy myself, challenging myself and feeling like I'm growing. And I have found that I really like helping others do that. And that's my sense of contribution. And I guess that's like a little bit selfish to like want my own sense of fulfillment from contribution. But that's a human need, right? We all need it. And so that's the end goal for me. But I'm still constantly tossing up the best ways to get there and so basically I have had this opportunity come across my path for remote work and I might be jumping the gun here and it feels quite vulnerable to share but I've put myself out there in applying for this job that isn't in my field of any of those jobs that I just listed it is like back-end sales kind of stuff but I want to continue to grow. I want to learn. I want to, like, I'm pretty clear on my vision and I might do another episode soon. I always say this, I'll do another episode soon on this other topic I've got in my head about vision 
and goals and having a very clear path of where you want to go. So in my head, I've got this really clear path. I can see it so clearly because I've been thinking about it so much. But my vision is to be able to work from my laptop, make money while working anywhere, having financial freedom, so being making enough money and working from wherever. So financial freedom, financial, oh, sorry, location freedom, <laughs> location freedom, financial freedom. Those are my goals. I know I want to contribute in the coaching sense and like work with people on their mindset and kind of having transformations. I guess like that's the most satisfying thing is helping people transform, but in the sense of improving their confidence and quality of life and the way they think. I think that's really satisfying work. But besides that, like I know the what, like what I want to achieve. I don't, well, the coaching's kind of the how, I guess, but I'm quite flexible on the journey. Like that's the destination. I don't mind the, you know, the when, where, how, what, why, all those things. I'm kind of playing around with them because I don't think there's a formula that I figured out yet. And so I saw this job that would tick the boxes a lot sooner than what I can do with the coaching that would teach me skills along the way of sales and lead generation and seeing someone who's paved the path of having grown a business, done the entrepreneurial stuff from scratch, successfully done it and has got processes in place and has the drive and mindset and ambition to create a business. And that's something that I want to surround myself by. And it's not as common as I would like it to be, I guess, because it's hard to surround myself with that to get that knowledge and to soak myself in that mindset. And so I saw this job pop up and initially I brushed it off completely because I was like, one, it was so far outside of my comfort zone to think about applying for it that I didn't even consider it. And two, I just didn't feel qualified. I was like, I'm, it's not in my area of expertise. It's not like I'm not qualified for it and old me and still a part of me it's still very much a part of me was like well ignore it and I did because it was on Instagram I just ignored it I was like not for me like sounds pretty good but it's not for me and then it popped back up again and this little dreamer part of me just mentioned it to my housemate I was like this job opportunity has popped up like I kind of want to apply for it but that'd be crazy right you know when you say oh that'd be crazy but you want someone to tell you it's crazy do it that was what I was kind of wanting and thank god that was the response I got you should do it and that little bit of encouragement I think in the past I would have needed like a massive push I would have needed so much encouragement but now just a little push because I've gotten quite comfortable again and again and again at repeatedly doing uncomfortable things moving across the country by myself changing careers going from full-time to part-time with physio starting a podcast starting a coaching business like making friends in a completely new city going away on solo trips I'm consistently 
and continuously putting myself in uncomfortable situations. So then when another uncomfortable situation pops up, I'm almost more comfortable with feeling the emotion of discomfort. And so even though I was quite uncomfortable about putting myself out there and maybe applying for this position that I wanted to, but had already disqualified myself based on the preconceived notions I thought that the person hiring would have of me, I was like, what have I got to lose? In the past, it would have been my pride, my ego, like all these other things. And just like the perfectionist mindset, the fixed mindset of, well, I'm not going to put myself out there because I want to prevent the risk of failing and then having to feel like crappy about myself. I'm getting better at putting myself in those situations and letting myself maybe fail at it, maybe succeed at it, but like letting myself give it full effort to then let my effort determine the result rather than protecting my potential by not applying in the first place. So it was a super uncomfortable situation, but I reached out and said, hey, I'm interested and I'm still in the midst of it. I don't know if I will get it or not, which is why it's like so scary sharing this right now in a way because you never know who's going to listen to a podcast. But I thought this is probably really relatable How many times have I been in a situation? How many times have you been in a situation where you want something, but you don't go for it because you're scared? Like, come on, we all do it, right? Like, I so very nearly didn't go at this. And like, this might not work out. This is me very much in the middle of it, sharing it with you because this may or may not work out. But if it doesn't, it's actually okay because that's not going to determine my worth. I don't need to wait to tell you this because I want to wait to see if I succeed and get it to get the job right. I want to share it with you because just even applying was part of the growth process for me. I might not get it and I will be exactly where I was beforehand, right? Like nothing has changed. I'm still at the same square one but probably at square two really if I don't get it because I will still have all the jobs I've currently got, but I'll also have a little bit of experience of applying for a job that scared the shit out of me, but I went for it anyway. So that's being square one if it fails per se, right? Or the second option is that it succeeds and I get it and then I've just gained everything and lost nothing, right? So When you put yourself out there into those scary situations or the discomfort, often there is so much to be gained and not very little to be lost. Like in this situation, I don't really lose anything by applying. I gain some experience of applying for a job that scares the shit out of me or a position that I don't feel qualified for or reaching out to someone that I think will just dismiss me, right? Like I get experience, therefore I get confidence. So that loss, if I get rejected isn't really a loss or the win is just the pure win so once you can flip that fixed mindset to a growth mindset of being willing to put yourself out there apply yourself and being willing to fail like that's something I'm practicing all the time because I have got a fixed mindset in a lot of areas of my life like I'm very much protect my potential by not putting in effort and not finding out if I am or am not good enough By working on my beliefs, on believing that I am good enough, 
regardless of whether I succeed or fail and knowing that I can keep on trying and improving myself until I get the result that I want. If I am dedicated and I am motivated, which let me tell you, I am, (laughs) I know that I can produce the result that I want. Whereas the fixed mindset would say, okay, if you put yourself out there and you don't get it, that's it. You've tried, but you don't have the skills, the knowledge or abilities to do it. So give up. There's no point. You can't get there. Whereas the growth mindset just says you keep on trying different ways, different skills, upskilling, learning what you need to keeping on trying because it couldn't, might not even be to do with your skills. It could just be to do with, you've just got to try again. Like you've got to have a few fails in the bag before you can get a win, right? Like if you're playing sport, you don't always get to win every single game. You've got to lose a few to get the experience before you win. It's like there's so many different analogies for this. We're putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. Like with the sport, you've got to play against like the better teams to get better so that you can win. Otherwise, you're just going to stay the same. And that's like the exact same for life. You've got to put yourself in like better situations or more challenging situations to actually get any growth. I actually like it makes me like it's a pet peeve now like it makes me I don't know sad angry like irritated maybe when like I see people just settling for mediocrity in their lives whether it be career romantic relationships friendships just their life that they've created because like you don't have to settle for that and when people aren't happy with that like if you're happy with where you are then you haven't settled but if you feel like you've settled and you're not really happy like you think there could be more out there but you're not putting yourself out there like if you've settled for like this is my pet peeve like when people settle with a partner and they're not really happy but they're too scared to be single and to go out there and see if they can find someone that's really compatible with them but they're not willing to be single put in the time getting to know and love themselves getting to know other people and being willing to say nope it's not working and calling it quits it's my pet peeve when I say that because why settle like you can put yourself in so many situations time and time again and I guess I've done this in the dating scenes like in terms of growth and putting myself in uncomfortable situations I've gone on plenty of dates and I've put myself in those uncomfortable first dates like not many oh actually well I can't say that as a blanket statement but you know first dates as a rule can be uncomfortable because you don't know the person so I've done that I've also put myself in the uncomfortable situations of ending things as soon as I know that it's not going anywhere I don't you know just string along for the ride if it's not working out I pull the plug and I've gotten like brutal at that But again, it's a little bit uncomfortable. It can be a little bit scary, but I lean into that now. And that's definitely a practicing as any of this is. The more you do it, the easier it gets, the more comfortable you get with the discomfort. doesn't mean it's not going to be uncomfortable. You just get more comfortable with it to that point where you do it because you know it's going to benefit you in the long run. I think the amount of times that I've said, thanks, but no thanks, Like I I just know that like literally after like two or three dates, thanks, but no thanks, like a lot of times because I know for me in the long run, I'd much rather be by myself, working on myself, happier on my own than settling for someone for the sake of it. 
and then eventually having the potential for something greater. But same with everything in life. I would much rather try things out and have them not work out, but at least have tried so that I know, so I can then know that when something better does come up, I will know it. Like you will recognize it if you've tried and failed with the other things. So for jobs, for example, with doing multiple different jobs, like the things I'm doing at the moment, one's a like trainer, so personal trainer industry, one's a physio, I'm in a hospital setting, one's coaching, so it's online and in the mindset space and then a podcast, which is a different format again. All of these things are different, which then means when I apply for another job opportunity, I've got things that I can compare it to so I can see if I do or don't like it and then it can just form part of my experience. I can go yes or no when I am in it because I do have those other experiences to refer to and I don't have to settle if I'm not enjoying it. I know I've got other options and I will grow from it because it's all a learning experience and I would rather be taking those steps, having those experiences, trying different things because I'm willing to be uncomfortable, take that initial scary leap and then also sit in the discomfort of like not knowing what I'm doing, being new at something, being a beginner. Same with like learning new hobbies or skills. Like I'm trying to do that in all areas of my life because at the end of the day, like that's what pays off. That's what helps you grow, find the things that you like doing, finds helps you find out who you are as a person so that then you feel most fulfilled, content. And like I've got my five values written out and one of them for me is peace. By doing all of these uncomfortable things at the time, it's not going to feel peaceful. But after it all, after knowing that I've put it all on the line, I've tried my hardest, I've experienced things, I've given it my all, then I can feel peace. Because there's no what ifs, there's no regrets. I'm a big believer in not having any regrets because it's such a sad way to live. I think I've got maybe like one regret and I'm still working on like reframing that around when my grandma passed. I find that really hard to reconcile, but that just needs a reframe. Haven't figured that one out yet, but with regret, it doesn't serve you. And I don't want to regret anything in my life. So if there's things in your life that happen, like for me, that like my one regret, figuring out how you can use that to then propel you even more. If you, there's things that have happened that didn't go the way you want, don't wallow in it. Don't pity yourself for that situation. Don't be the victim of it. Use that to propel you. Like for example, my regret, and I use that word tentatively, but with my grandma when she passed was that I didn't spend more time and put in more effort with her with maintaining that relationship so now going forwards I can use that so rather than focusing on the regret of the past using that on the future for my actions that I can control because I can't change the past I use that to then make sure that maybe if those like again it all comes full circle right the reason I didn't always reach out and make as much of an effort is because sometimes it was uncomfortable sometimes it wasn't well received so now moving forwards I know that even if it's uncomfortable to send a message or make a phone call to family or friends a loved one that now I'm a little bit more willing to be in that discomfort because the discomfort of not doing it is greater and I know 
the consequence of it and I'm much more willing to have a little bit of discomfort for the benefit that is possible than the consequence of not doing anything. Hopefully that makes sense with bringing it all back around to it's better to take uncomfortable action than to take no action at all. And there's a good quote about this, about the discomfort of inaction is worse than the discomfort of action or something to do with both are uncomfortable. There's a discomfort of action and discomfort or the discomfort of change or the discomfort of not changing. And you just have to figure out which one you're more comfortable with because they're just two different types of discomfort and overall time would you rather be uncomfortable and have changed or uncomfortable and have stayed the same I know I would rather have gone through discomfort and have come out the other side and changed than still be uncomfortable and not have gotten anything from it take your pick (laughs) those are your two options anyways I think I'm going to wrap it up there because I think that's probably enough to let soak into the brain for one podcast episode. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Go out there, take on the world, put yourself out there, lean into the discomfort, embrace it. There's always going to be discomfort, but just get comfortable with having discomfort because it's worth it. And if you want any help on working on any of these things that I've spoken about, whether it's getting more confident maybe making some life changes in your career or your surroundings or your friends. Maybe it's putting yourself out there in new dating situations or leaving a relationship. Maybe it's shaking up your whole life and going traveling, like solo travel. Maybe it's just improving the quality of your life. You want to feel happier day to day and you don't know how. Reach out to me. That's what coaching is for. So you can find me on Instagram at Michaela Campbell. And I've got a link in my bio there. I'll also pop the link in the show notes here. So if you'd like some one-on-one coaching, because it's always good to have support on your side when you're wanting to lean into that discomfort, let me know because that's what I'm here for, to help you through the discomfort so you can get all those changes you want, confidence, improved quality of life, find that peacefulness and that happiness that you're after. So reach out to me. Otherwise, tune in for another episode. I'll chat to you next time. 